This is the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. It's all here. We're talking about the greatest sport of all, professional wrestling. Come on. And now, here's Nick. And Godfather be pimping hoes. Then I want you to roll up. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick. His name is Keith. Keith, how are you, brother? Um, After that, how who can ever be in a bad mood? That was fantastic. The man, the myth, the legend, the pimp daddy. Yes, sir. Keith, let's not bury the lead. Very special guest on the show today, the Godfather. Sir, how are you? Man, I'm doing better now. First of all, thanks for having me on the show, uh, Nick and Keith. Um, dude, I, I'm sitting here just dying laughing every time I see those clips. Because you know what? Back then, you you take what you're doing for granted. Because me, I was just out there having fun doing my thing. It was like that every night. But now that time has passed, and you go back and you see clips, and you really see the uh, and hear the audience, and it's just, it's wild. That, I mean for that character to be over the way it was and the way that the people reacted, man, it was just crazy. And I swear to you, I ain't bullshitting you. It, it brings chills to me, man, to, to hear nowadays, to hear the audience and how loud they were and how responsive they were and listening to everything I had to say, man. It's just that when you showed that clip, man, I was sitting here laughing the whole time. Yeah, it really does show it too, man. I, I, I Yes, there's a Roman Reigns and the Kenny Omegas, but... That that clip just brings so much joy to us. I don't know if it's because we grew up in the Attitude Era, uh, Keith, but it's just yeah. something about that. I mean, you were so over, and the fella that they showed right before uh, the clip end ended, he just he was so into it. He was repeating <laughs> what you said. I mean, you don't see that shit anymore. What is it? What is the? I don't want to say the difference because we don't have to get into modern day and you know the Attitude Era, but it just seems like you were so authentic. <laughs> besides Ric Flair I am probably the truest to the gimmick that you can be pip or not aside yeah that was just that was me being Charles Wright being Bear being it was just me being me and all of that people a lot of people know this but that was my wife's idea all of that was my wife's idea from from I just did the entertaining part yeah you know when I went to Vince, I said, Vince, they see enough wrestling, man. I'm like, let me entertain them. Let, you know, they see enough wrestling. Let me go out there and just entertain the people. And that's what I tried. The wrestling, that's why when they put the Intercontinental intercontinental belt on me, it didn't really mean anything because I had the girls. And the belt was nothing more than something the girls carried. Yeah. I had the show. And so... Uh, I was just out there to entertain people and I was trying to do, and I was never scripted. So I was able to do and say whatever I wanted to say. So I was just out there having fun and trying to make it fun. I think that's like one of the craziest things. I mean, you know, truth be told with everything, you, you were one of the biggest reasons for a little while when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to watch WWF at first. I was, I I could only watch WCW because the suck it and hose and all this. And, you know, I would still watch after, you know, (laughs) mom went out. So dad's like, I don't care. Cool. I, I see uh, some you know. of those I see some <laughs> of those clips on things that I I did and I did so much of that and I just didn't do it on TV. I did it in the house shows. And the house shows were 
way more X-rated than TV, and I mean way, <laughs> way more. You could, yeah, I mean, TV was the calm down version of The Godfather. Yeah. It was the house shows where I really cut loose, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't they say the house shows are more of like a testing phase? You, uh, you yeah, try things out. Yeah. Of course it is. You know, especially, yeah, of course it is. That's what you, you know, but yeah. Um, that's where we we developed the godfather with like three days and the wwe had nothing to do with the godfather create creative wise and coming up with the character the godfather's is something that i was at my end of my nation run yeah and uh now the rock is doing his own thing mark henry and Delo are tagging up and i was having fun and wrestling was always fun for me so i was having fun yeah, and I didn't want to leave, and my contract was coming up, and so my wife came up with the whole Godfather thing, and uh, I went and I was wrestling Bradshaw, and I was the Godfather. I was a uh, Kama Mustafa, and we're going like pop. We're on the popcorn match, which is the match right after intermission, and uh, we're getting no reaction, and we're beating the hell out of each other, man. And I love yeah. Johnny to death. Oh, we yeah. are beating the hell out of each other and getting mm. no reaction whatsoever and so one day i'm like hey johnny let's try this so i went to the agent at the time who was jack lanza i'm like who got rest his soul and i'm like jack let us try something yeah and so i go out there and i'm like hey i'm just gonna say it i'm a pimp okay and you get a little reaction from the people i said but what you don't know is Right here in Las Vegas, Nevada, man, they got some of the best hoes ever born. And then the people, <laughs> then I'd start pointing. So I'd do my whole show. Yeah. I'd offer Johnny the girls. I didn't even have any girls. I didn't even have any girls. But when I got to the point where I would offer him the girls, the, the audience would start saying, take the hoes, take the hoes. <laughs> so then Johnny would take the hoes and everybody would be happy. Yes. There's no girls involved. He would leave. I would heal on the people. He'd turn around hit me with that lariat, one, two, three, I'd pop up, hat, put my hat back on and say, man, pimping, <laughs> pimping ain't easy. And then we went from nobody reacting to having reaction the whole yeah. time. And so we did like two house shows and then we got to TV. Vince came to me, he goes, so what you doing with this thing here? And I explained things to him. I'm like, let me entertain the people, man. Let me go out there with some girls man, and just talk some shit and have some fun. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and he had that trust in you to do that. You don't see that often. You don't hear uh, stories like that often where Vince has the trust in, you know, someone and you just being yourself. I mean, it just how um, can it not get over, you know? You know what? I never thought of it that way. You yeah. know, I know yeah. Vince pretty well, but uh, I never yeah. thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think mean, it's let me go. They, uh, only time I was scripted was later on and or if you had to mention a town or a, a, a pay-per-view or something. And when I started doing those weddings and interrupting weddings, yeah, I was yeah, scripted yeah. a lot more. But when <laughs> I was all that stuff in those yeah. clips, it's just me being me and whoever I wrestled against, I wouldn't tell you what I was gonna say. We no. knew we knew at the beginning the, what the beginning and the end of the match was, but right. you had no idea what I was gonna say. Yeah. And that was that take. I don't know if you ever seen it where I offered Taker to hopes. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. And I'm like, hey, man, I kept it real. Like, hey, yeah. I know you. I know you real well. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, shit. you yeah. like hoes. Yeah, and yeah. He, he's sitting there going, you motherfucker, you motherfucker. And <laughs> Paul Bear, if you really watch that clip, you'll see Paul Bear go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
And so uh, I think if any just if anybody else would have did that to him, they probably would have got fired. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's let's go to more uh, recent things. I mean, recent as this week, we both <clears throat> were there. I was in the crowd. Obviously, you were there. Uh, Raw thirty in Philadelphia. Thirty years of Monday Night Raw. Tell us how your experience was, man. We saw it on Instagram, your pictures, but tell us how it is to just, you know, reunite with the boys. You know, it's it's always great seeing the guys, especially uh, the ones you haven't seen in a while. But uh, I got there around 2 o'clock. Now, I just had hip surgery. Okay. And so last Wednesday, they canceled me because they had, they had a little more for me to do. Oh, but okay. They had to cancel it because at that point, I was basically still in a walker. Damn. And then I had some appearances this week, and I did them on crutches. But they called me Saturday, like, hey, we need you. I'm like, guys, I'm on crutches right now. I'm not going on TV with crutches. So yeah. they came up with that little thing that I did. But it was great, man. I was in there with Hogan and Dallas. And Dallas, yeah. I got to get my knees done pretty soon. And Dallas was like, as soon as you get your knee done, come on down and spend some time with me. Yeah. Hogan Mr. Was Positivity. <laughs> yeah, Taker was in there. Uh, Teddy Long, Ron Simmons, yes. Bradshaw. Uh, uh, you know, Alondra Blaze. Yeah, we were all just in there kicking. You had big screens and telling old stories and lies and taking some pictures. It was a good time. That's great, man. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta ask you something. When you walk in, you got the segment ready to go. You know what you're doing. Does it just click? Are you just back in the character, or does it take you time to to work <laughs> up? Or is it a few shots with the boys? What is it? How do you get back into the character? <laughs> I, I, this is the God's honest truth. I, that's not a character. That is how I, love like it. I am right now, bro. At my age and what I've done, I've been a tough guy. I've been a biker. I've been a mean dude. I'm chilling now, man. And that's me. And I've been that way for over 25 years now. I've been that way and I'm happier that way. Yeah. Uh, I've been married 23 years now. Two things changed my life for the better. Marijuana and my wife. And those things took me from being a really bad person to being a nice person. And I just let it go at that. And yeah. so I just chill. And I just, it's just me, man. And at this point, I'm basically retired, you know. And I'm yeah. just having fun, man. Just having fun. But it was great. Uh, Ric Flair gave me some Ric Flair drip. Uh, nice. And, you know, that nice. night, that night, me, me, my wife, my wife had to go because I was on crutches. She had to help me. Me, my wife, Taker, Flair. Uh, and Jerry Lawler were just at, Jerry doesn't drink, but we were just down there having some shots of Jack and telling stories. It, it was a great time. We're from, uh, the suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah. Where, where were you guys at? We were at a small, it was, I think a Hilton, but it had a yes. funny name. Like the, the, it was a funny four points or something. Yeah. But it and was it, right yeah, on yeah. the water. And the building was funky looking too, right? Yeah. But the, nope. not all of us were there. Just, just like me, take your. And a few of us were there because they didn't want to stay where everybody was staying. Because when you're around Taker, man, it can get crazy. Yeah. And what do you I mean, mean by like that? Some, <laughs> like huh? fans? What do you mean by that? Like fans? Yeah, like rock and roll star, you know, well, fans. Yeah. Not crazy, but he can't just, sometimes he can't just go down and, and have a drink at the bar without people just wanting to talk to him, take pictures with this cool so Right. With that night. I think there was one, I swear to God, this happened. <laughs> I swear, because there wasn't no no, yeah, no fans there, really. It was just <clears throat> some of us and some, some few guys in the office, and we're down there drinking, and a kid comes up, and he goes to take her. And I swear this is true. He goes, 
And which wrestler are you? Oh, my God. Uh, and I swear this is true. Uh, and Taker looks at the kid and goes, I'm the godfather. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great, great time. Great time. Yeah. That was a, a lot of fun, man. And, and a lot of fun to be there, too. That thing that they did is they came up, they had to come up with something because I, I literally, if I'm not on those crutches, I can't take a step. No. Okay. And so uh, they're trying to do something where I didn't have to move. And so that's what they came up with. And they came up with, they basically just, all they want is that initial when the camera sees you and the people go, ah, and yep, all yeah, that they pop. from us. Or if it goes to Ron, because you get that shot. Yeah. And they're just waiting for that pop. That's all you're there for. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course, for the people, but it helps their TV. So they just do something like that. But it was, I had fun doing it, but none of that was scripted. They just said, hey, we're going to have him. You say this and have Ron and knock on the door and do this. And we practiced it a couple of times and did yeah. it. But none of that was scripted. None of it. I love it, man. Just us being us. Is that I think that's such a, like, such the difference between, you know, the, the Attitude Era and stuff versus like now is like, I think that's why, you know, you look back in the Attitude Era and people mostly like yourself, when I think of like saying this example, we're just like, you know, you're, you're kind of like mid cardish, but like you, that clip we showed in the beginning, like you're but you said just beyond no. over. I, I don't mean that negatively. I no, promise. No, no, I, I don't. But I mean, you know, I always, I always tell people this. I am the most over mid card you ever seen in your, that there ever will be. Like without question, just that <laughs> crowd reaction and stuff. But I think so much of that is like you said, that it's just like authentic. And I feel like that's something that like we're missing now from the attitude era. Like when everyone yeah. says, Oh, we want to go back to that time. It isn't necessarily for, you know, the questionable stuff like in now in like modern society, but like letting you guys be yourselves. Like you said, you were never really scripted, but you, I could never see anybody on the main roster now or even know, any I, guy not, going out. I'm to, not picking on anybody. I don't yeah. know. I'm not there. Uh, unfortunately, I don't watch any wrestling hardly at all, but I don't watch any TV period. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> and, and so I don't really keep up on a lot of stuff. But um, I don't know if the guys growing up now, you know, we grew up talking on mics and stuff and territories right. and stuff. And now they start off probably right away being scripted. So I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't I don't shit talk any uh, added errors. All I say is no. I was so happy to be part of the attitude error, man. It would yeah. be a big part of it. That oh, I my was God. Yes. We would have contests where, you know, we'd be in basketball arenas all the time, right? They used to have applause meters. And so Stone Cold Rocky, those guys look at shit like that, right? Yeah. And so many a time, I developed the thing that I would get that initial pop when I came through. But then I would come through without the girls and the people would kind of turn on me a little bit. And then I'd call the girls out and that second pop. But the girls would come through that curtain, the second pop would almost beat them every yeah. night. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I the remember Godfather. they uh they called it the layoff for the Godfather pop. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was that? Rumble yeah, that Rumble O two? It was a mid card character. And it was yeah. it was never meant to be more than that because if you if you took the fun out of the character, then you, you couldn't use yeah. things anymore. And I right. and I think you've said that in the past, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was literally that was to entertain the people. Yeah, authentic. I think the closest person I can think of is MJF. He's so authentic that it's so believable. But uh, <laughs> back to Raw Thirty. Yeah, JBL is now mentoring Baron Corbin. Godfather, I gotta ask: Is that something you would want to do? And if so, like who would who would you want to mentor? 
No, I, I just, I'm, I'm so busy, man. Yeah. I'm involved in the cannabis industry. I'm, I'm, I do seminars. I do science. I'm just so busy. I don't have time for that. Yeah. And I don't want to be tied in to have to be here and have to yeah. do that. Right, right now, I'm doing my own thing. If I want to work, I work. If I don't, I don't. So, no, I, I'm having a great time doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not looking to do anything like that. But that yeah, good kid, that's the first time I met this kid, right? Okay. And so then we're in the back after, before we do the shoot, he comes and he hands me a bottle of Jack Daniels, man. And he goes, here, this is for you and Undertaker for later. And I'm like, dude, thank you, man. That's so he showed that type of respect. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Any any other guys do the same thing? Um, Not with me. I, um, see, I'm kind of was limited to because I, I was on crutches and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I kind of had to stay in the room where we were. They had the legends. Uh, you know, lot, some guys had their own dress rooms, but everybody I mentioned was in the legends room. It was really comfortable in there. And so besides going to the cafeteria, which was where we did that set, I didn't go, I didn't go, I never went out in the arena because it was just too hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was I was basically getting wheelchaired around. That's why yeah. you just see me standing there going, Hey John. <laughs> yeah. Hey Ron. <laughs> yeah. I, that was funny. Couldn't take, I couldn't take a step. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm gonna ask it just because I'm so curious, but is it different with trips now, Paul? He's there. He's in charge of creative. Then with, uh, you know, Vince is, no, I guess he's no longer there. I don't really know, but can you, I he wasn't there that night. Vince I mean, wasn't. I didn't see him if he was, he, I didn't see him. Yeah. Okay. But it, it, is it different or you just can't tell? You don't, you don't know because you're no, not there no, every week. It, it's no different for me. Okay. I'm friends with both. Yeah. Uh, they both treat me the same. They yeah. both know about all my smoking and craziness. They yeah. both know me. So I ain't fooling them a bit. So yeah. they know me. And, yeah. and uh, to this day, I've been on a Legends contract since 2003 when I expired. And I'm just now signed another one for five years. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that says something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been on the payroll since 2003. Yeah. So I you know, it ain't bad being the Godfather. Believe hey, me. This yeah. ain't easy. Well, so kind of sticking sticking with that sort of theme there. So you've been on uncontract with them since 2003. Now, do you, do you do you own the Godfather trademark, like the name, or does WWE no, I own that else still? No. Uh, okay. Nah, I can't get into that right now. Yeah. Okay, that's but fine. At this point, they own the rights to it. At this point. Okay. Because yeah. I just uh, when that contract's over, I'll own the rights to it. Okay. I was mainly just wondering because I was in like doing like some research for building up. We were, I was looking through like some, you know, matches yeah, and whatnot. And I two days ago that I I filed for the patents and stuff on Papa Shango and Godfather. Oh yeah, so well, really that protected because yeah. you know they'll have it for the next five years and then it'll be open. Yeah, so yeah. you don't want I, that. I wanted to protect it. So yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. For the five years that I'll be on contract, it's theirs. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah, I was like I was in looking in like some of the matches. I saw there was like this whole series. It was uh the what was it? The the Hulkamania tour in Australia. You had done some shows that said in like oh nine and you were the pimp father. But yeah. like in between those, it was still the godfather. I was like, I wonder if that was like he had that it, but he didn't have it anymore. Time, or that is the only time ever that somebody asked me to change my name. And I think that was because that was a Hogan Flair kind of thing. Okay. And so they made them, they said, you can't use any of our names. But that's the only time that that's ever happened. And okay. I didn't hear about it. They did. <coughs> okay. They're really super, they're really super duper cool with me. 
and they're they're they're, they're cooler than me than what they should be. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, I, what I, I rap is because when I'm telling you, I'm thinking the shit that I've done and stuff, and I'm like, oh, believe me, they're cooler than they should be. All the stupid <laughs> yeah. shit I've done. Yeah, but they know. They know it. It brings joy to. I mean, come on. Attitude. Bro, I, I just yeah. did things this past weekend. I did this podcast. This I, oh, know, I saw I, that with the with the rock, the young rock thing. No, no, never okay. no. It was another. I can't. It was a couple wrestlers from the AEW. And I did their podcast, and but it's a live show, maybe in front of 100, 150 people. And I did wow. my Godfather, Pippin, you know, it's time. And it's still, man, you still get the reaction yeah. that you get at the beginning of the show. You still get that. And people still remember it all these years. I mean, that's over 20, that's over 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and people still remember it. It's, it and it's cool. Yeah. What was the one thing I was talking about? I saw something that went viral. They were talking about young rock and who portrayed you. What was that? I was so confused when I saw that. Was that a, was that a podcast? Uh, I, I want to be kind here. I want to be kind here. I just say that the guy that they got to portray me didn't look a lot like me. Yeah. And in one of his posts on his, on his Instagram or Facebook was, does anybody know how to get a hold of the young rock show? Because I want to play a young viscera. Oh, that same that, guy that played you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you see me the clip or you didn't see that? Yeah, look, I, I got it. Oh, here. yeah. I mean, that's him right there. That's me. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, but hey, I, 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 it is what it is. So, yeah. hey, that, a lot of people on that show, you know, it's, I yeah. don't know. I ain't mad at the kid. No, no. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Well, I think my question was, is it cool to see yourself like being – portrayed like on nbc like prime time like the godfather is there like how does that feel come on let's hear it no it feels great man yeah i just wish i would have got somebody looking a little <laughs> more like me yeah but I, mean, I, was going, I watched it one time i never watched it again yeah um, not not because it just hey, it was cool it was cool yeah, yeah. i think we we're only on there once because i don't follow the series so i mean were we only on it one time Yes, I think it was just that one that one episode. Ah, you know what? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, watch, I don't know. I watch it every now and then, but uh, yeah. When I say I don't watch TV, I really you don't. Yeah, I right. just unless the game. I watch a little bit. I like to watch basketball games. I okay. watch that, but like if the TV's on, it's usually on a radio station. I don't know why. I'm just not a big watch TV person. I'm always doing something. What about football? Um. The Raiders are turning me against football. Yeah. <laughs> I am a long, 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 long time going to, in 1976, I was going to Raider games at, you know, Oakland Coliseum. I was in high school then. You know, people don't realize I was 61 years old. You know, they think I'm, it's starting like, yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. And um, I was going to games back then and the game has changed so much. And yeah, I think the worst thing in the world happened to the Raiders. They brought them here to Las Vegas because now, yeah. They're an attraction. They're no longer in a football team. Winning and losing right. has no bearing. They're an attraction because yeah. we become everybody's away game. Yeah. Okay, so now when we play Denver, man, there's more Denver fans than Raider fans. When yeah. you play Kansas City, there's more Kansas City fans. And then the hotels buy up all the – it's dude, it's yeah. – oh, as my son comes up with three Raider things on right now. <laughs> what are you all Raider now? Matt Crosby's uh, playing basketball down at the park. 
He's having people come come out there. Max Crosby is playing basketball down at the park. Oh shit! We're going out getting signings, and my wife is bringing a bottle of Jack Daniels up here. Okay. Look at this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, see, see. Uh, you guys don't really. Mind if I make a drink here, do you? No, not I've at been, all. I've been drinking since we started. I just hide <laughs> it so no one can see it. Um, it really is good being the Godfather. That's awesome. <laughs> the 49ers versus the Eagles. We're Philly fans. I, Let's hear it. Let's hear it. 49er fan. I yes. hate the 49ers more than yes. anybody because where I'm from, you were either a Niner or a Raider. We were, yeah. I was a Raider. My have brother you, was a Niner, but nah, man, I just have you been watching day, any? Like have you been watching any of the Eagles games? Like, do you get to see that or no? Uh, it's not no, really, no. Basically, uh, well, if you're a Raiders fan, it's hard football. to like football. <laughs> I ain't watched the Super Bowl since the Raiders have been in one, probably. So I mean, I haven't watched. That's Super a long Bowl. time, Godfather. Yeah, well, I'm just. I, I like watching basketball more than football. Football, nothing against it, but it's just it's yeah. changed a lot. Well, what about Embiid? Yeah. Who Embiid? Joel Embiid? Oh, dude, yeah. I think he's always MVP material, bro. He's never what getting is, it. He's got to be seven feet tall, right? Yeah. And the way he can play outside, he's a great player. Is he hurt now or is he playing? Because he's playing, yeah. I think the 76ers just played the Warrior the, the Warriors not too long ago. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Let's get talent, back on track. Here. I think Harden's slowing down. I think he's slowed down a couple steps. Yeah, even with the, the weight loss from two years ago, he looks really good now. But I just don't I just don't know if his head is in the game. I don't know what it is. They always talk about strip clubs. I don't know if you know anything about that, but it just seems yeah, okay. like <laughs> it just it just seems like his head's not in the game. Dude, you know what? As you get older, shit changes, bro. I mean, take it from somebody that knows, and probably his head isn't. He made, he's made a lot of money. Probably tired of all the bullshit. I mean, yeah. tried as hard as he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt all the time. He's getting older. I mean, life is life. I'm sure he's out there trying. Yeah. So what did you make? Maybe kids, these younger kids are coming, man. I mean, look at the young mm-hmm. quarterbacks in the NFL now that are, you know, right now. All it is is young guys. Yeah. Burrow, you know, Mahomes. I don't know. That's why, you know, salute to you guys, first of all. I'm going to have to gargle it, but that's yeah. Do it. We Thank can you. cut that out. Cheers, brother. Cheers. You don't, you don't have to cut out anything with me. Um, <laughs> Captain Morgan, huh? Let's get back on track. I want to check out this video and we can discuss it. You got Jim Ross wow. in that clip. You got Tony Chimmel. Man, it brings me back to uh to yeah. my, to my uh I don't know to the to the prime of professional wrestling. 1999. I mean, we talked a little bit about it in the beginning of the uh episode, but let's hear it, man. You become the new IC champion. How does that feel? What is going through your mind? What is happening? What did Vince say? I mean, there's so many questions. Dude, I, what I can remember, I mean, it's a long time ago. I read, what I can remember, I just, I, I think I came to the building and somebody's like, what's up, champ? I'm like, what's up? And then I got farther, like, they're going to drop the strap on you tonight. And it was that day that I found out, and you know. Uh, great day, excited. I'm great to have a belt like that, you know. Uh, the only problem was is I, when they put it on. I know why they put it on me. I'm not going to get into that. Okay. But um, the only problem with having that belt and that character not being real serious into serious wrestling 
it's hard to do anything with it. And then the fact that the girls were outshining the belt. People care less about that belt. They yeah. wanted to see what the Godfather was going to do with the girls. and what he, Nobody cared about the belt. So they, they were trying to get it off me as quick as they could. But, you know, I think for legitimacy, they wanted to put down the road. They wanted to put it on me. Yeah. And it just... They put, I think that's why they put the tag team belts on me, too. Oh, yeah. 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 It just seems like... Uh, we always go back to this word, authentic. But it just seems like it was something to, you know tip their hat you know you're doing great work and uh, and you can also i know we hear it a lot the belt makes the the person but for you man your character being so authentic i didn't think like you said it i don't think he needed it man you were over regardless they didn't even they could give you the uh, the world championship belt and i don't think that would have you know the, the did any difference yeah Everybody yeah. used to say you had you had the hose. You didn't need a belt. You really didn't. And uh, I was wrestling Al Snow. It, it was crazy. I got hose. He has head. Yeah. <laughs> That's how crazy. <laughs> it was back then. And Al Snow, if you ever talked to Al Snow, you should ask him. He says, this, "You're the only person I ever know that they put a belt on and say do less wrestling and more entertaining." And we'd go twelve minutes with two minutes of wrestling and he, he thought that was funny and didn't say and to have a reaction with yeah. the audience the whole time you're getting like main event reactions from moves just by talking talking yeah i think that's one of the best compliment compliments to ever have you know you don't need the title and you're just being you you're not yes. you're just you know you're being that's why no people, high ass godfather you know, you know? and i think that's why people are so obsessed with mjf and his character he's just him <laughs> It's just turned up a little, you know? No cold. Stone yep. cold. Yeah. I don't know if you know him or not, but that's that's how he is. Yep. You know, which yeah. is a good thing because he's a great guy. Yeah. So you mentioned um you mentioned the tag belts having them for a little bit of a time there. Um, you know, like when I, again, kind of going back through and just my own memory and stuff. Like I feel like there was a period where you were almost like uh you were in a lot of tag teams. Was that just that kind of thing where they're just like, we don't really know what to do now. So go and be tag team here. Because like, I mean, I feel like some of it even was like in, in that prime when you were having those just house bring down pops. And then, you know, I don't think the problem is they didn't know what to do with me. They didn't know what to do with the other people they were putting with me. And so they would say, people would say, I just got thrown in the Godfather show. Then they were just because I was basically entertaining only, you know, there wasn't no main event matches and that stuff I was doing, that they would put D'Lo or I'll, they'd put other people with me because they had nothing for them to do. So they would just make them part of my show. But it was the Godfather show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's kind of cool because usually it's the other way around where they're like, we don't know what to do, so we'll throw you with him. But yeah, they're bringing him to you. And that way, we're not hurting you none. Yeah. And uh, we're getting you on TV. We're not hurting you none. There it is. Yeah. Now, I got to ask, uh, we brought up tag teams, obviously, right to censor. Uh, you've talked about that a few times on uh, different interviews. But I want to get to this question. Could that happen today? Could that be over today? I just feel like there's so much cancellation within the every community. Could that get over? What? What? RTC? Godfather who? Right, yes. Good father, right to censor. Could that get over today? As the good father. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because you're, yeah, that could get over. 
You might be a baby face these days. Yeah, I'm just thinking because the just <laughs> the world is such a different place. Yeah, where it's at now than you know, attitude era days. I, see, I don't. I mean, they might be a baby face. I'm not joking. No, yeah, um, I think they would get over. I mean, yeah. it just makes that much more sense to have a group like that. You know, How we hear it all the got, time. I always like a nation of domination. If you had a nation of domination, would they be baby faces or heels? Yeah. They'd be, probably be baby faces these days. Yeah. Speaking of, go ahead, Keith. You're going to yeah, ask no, us the say, same question. The, yeah, because it. it's interesting you bring that up because I remember um, when around the time that Kofi and Xavier Woods and Big E were getting together at first before they were the New Day and everything like they are now, there was a lot of like rumors going around like, oh, they're going to be a new nation of domination. I heard the same rumors. Was that ever a thing that they ever consulted any of you that were in the original Nation of Domination to like help them or talk to them about, or was that just really just rumor? No, nobody ever came to me about it. Don't okay. hold me to this, but I think they've come to Ron about it a few okay. times. But don't hold me to that. But I think yeah. they have, they've, nobody's ever reached out to me about any of that. But see, they know me. They know that I'm not interested in doing any of it. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm in a different direction, so I'm not really looking to do that. And they know that I'm not looking to do that. Yeah. Right. Okay. I dig it. Yeah. I just it. They are who they are now, and they have countless title reigns. But I was so interested because they did have those backstage promos, and they were like clapping, and it just seemed like something that could be the nation of domination. But they are the new day, and it's. I you know, would, I, Vince, Vince's not afraid to tackle almost any issue, so I don't know what to say. Yeah, you know, some people like thought they'd be afraid to, at the time with the Black Lives Matter and all the things that was going on, you know. But Vince ain't afraid to. The no. Vince that I know is not afraid to go after stuff like that. So I mean, I don't have the answer. Yeah, yeah I don't know, but I'd heard rumors that they were talking about it. Yeah, well, I think it was but really the- would have been cool. I did too. That was when they first, because I think I think it came back to like the first, um, their first like anything together. It was uh, Kofi and Big E were like tagging just a normal tag team at the time, and they went on like a little bit of a losing streak. And then Xavier came out the one time, all suited up and like glasses, and was just like, "We need it's time for like a new direction." And it was like it sounded really serious. And then they went away, and then it was like two three weeks later. Then it was the vignette started with the with the choir and everything, and then the new they, day and all they that. Decided to go a different direction. Yeah, so that's all it is. They decided to go a different direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we brought up his name a few times, Vince. He's been in the news. I mean, <laughs> let's talk about it. I mean, he's back. Isn't that hey. crazy? I mean, how could someone Vince is like Ric Flair, brother? He ain't gonna go away. Yeah. Vince loves what he does. All the bullshit aside, he loves what he does, man. And I don't have no inside information. Uh, I was around people that I couldn't. You know what? Actually, somebody did talk to me about it, and they don't know. Um, I just can't see Vince selling it. Now, this is, like I said, I don't have no I'm with you. Information. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, just, yeah. I just don't see him selling it. But, I mean, I don't know what. I don't know how Vince, how old he is. I think he's like 74 or 5 or maybe yeah. old. So I don't know what it, but uh, yeah, I, I just can't see him doing that. No, I I, to be honest, I think it was a way for him to get back into the company. It's like a threat, you know. Like I'm going to sell it. I'm going to, you know, do this and do that. So, yeah. I, like I said, the Vince that I know, unless he's changed, I just 
But I don't, like I said, I know nothing and I don't ask nothing because, hey. Yeah, why would you? Keep your nose clean. <laughs> um, like I said, I've been on that contract 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, You're doing an, something. That's yeah. mind-blowing to me. <laughs> I'm not doing something. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to get to, uh, again, we brought up his name a few times, Taker. He hung up his boots. What was it? A year ago? Two years ago, Keith? Survivor Series. It was. It was during yeah, the pandemic, year. right? It was. It was last year, wasn't it? After his last year was his thirtieth anniversary, thirty yeah, fifth. Uh, I think it was yeah. last. Year. It was, it was last supposed year. to be. We're supposed to know, but I think it. Yeah. I think it was, it was last. Year. I think it was last year, right? And you were there. Yes, I was. Yeah. How was that? To finally, I mean, after all these WrestleManias, uh, yeah, Rock. Go ahead. Me and Mark talk all the time. We don't talk. Excuse me. We text each other all the time, mm. and so I mean. His name is Mark. What? <laughs> Actually, I used to call him Take. Yeah. I used to call him Take. Um, to be there from the beginning with him, I met him in like 87, 88. And when I met him, he was a tall, redheaded, looked like the Road Warriors. He was going by Master of Pain, didn't drink Jack Daniels, didn't listen to country music, didn't ride a Harley. And didn't have any tattoos. So I had a big part of putting all that to his life. And uh, we just became really good friends. I mean, we're more than brothers. And so when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, it, it was I, we talked about it on the phone, man. And I basically just told him, hey, I'm drunk and high right now. And I laid out my feelings. And then he's like, yeah, you know, he said what he had to say that I called back. I said, all right, I'm not drunk and high. Those are my true feelings. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> I, I love that dude, man. I, I love that dude. It yeah. was great to be there. I went and had a purple suit made. With, but I had to pay like stupid amounts of money because I had like okay. three days to do it. And it came to me, I want a purple suit. So I had a purple suit made just for that occasion. I love purple it. shirt, purple tie, purple hat, purple glasses. Purple shoes, purple socks, and yes, I had purple underwear on. My man, got to coordinate. That, but I love that dude, man. And it was good to see him. And and and, uh, and like I said that night, me, Flair, him, and Lawler, and my wife, we all just sat there and laughed and uh, had a good time. Yeah, and that was at the bar at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It was you great know? because nobody knew we were there, and it was just it was a small. I mean, you know, it's a small place. Yeah. It, and is. it was just, it was really cool because uh, it was just, it was cool. Normally, it wouldn't be me that they're after. It's going to be him, you know, and it's just crazy how, you know, anyway. Yeah. How is He's it? More like, yeah, we normally, when I meet him, you got to go up to his room and you got to play dominoes and stuff. And yeah. we want to go downstairs. So usually when he's the one that came up with that, I think everybody else was at the Marriott or something. I'm not sure. So he's the one that booked that because he wanted to be able to go down and relax and have some drinks with me. Yeah. But I love that. And I really do. That's one of He's yeah. my bro. And I'm not like a hey, brother, bro. He's my bro. Yeah. You so yeah, you guys, you guys met in, in Memphis, right? So like, again, yeah. looking like looking into the, um, you know, kind of like history of matches and everything. Um, whenever we do these, I tend to, that's like the first place I go to for these interviews outside of just normal, like random ones I have, you know, new, new nation and all that. But like, so on, I don't know if you're familiar with cagematch.net, they're like a whole database of like everyone's, all their matches, allegedly. What I found was like, I think it was like your first match ever you tagged with Lawler. Is that right? No. No. All right. Cool. Then I'm, have some strong work with somebody here. You got the first match ever part right, but not the tag. 
No. Oh, you were against Lawler. That was it. I, I went to a place. I'm not even going to get it. I, I ended up going to a wrestling school called the Monster Factory. Yeah, Jersey. Jersey. In Jersey, Paulsboro, New Jersey. Yes, sir. But at that time, I'm biker bear, and I'm in, I'm in the strip clubs and all type of crazy stuff. <laughs> and so, me and Larry, I was there for maybe I was I don't know a, a short time, maybe two or three months. I probably went to wrestling school four or five times. The other times, drinking, partying, <laughs> and uh, Jerry Lawler. I we Jerry Lawler talked about this I, a couple of days ago. Me and Jerry Lawler. I swear we're talking about this, and so. Um, because he knew how green I was, but he didn't know I was so green that I'd never even had a match. And so he, I went, they, they sent me to Memphis. My very first match ever was against Jerry the King Lawler in Memphis on a Monday night. And I won with uh, fire or something. I beat him. And I, my very first match, I won the, the Memphis heavyweight, whatever it was called at the time, title. Yeah. Never have wrestled in my life. Didn't right. know anything. This is, I, me and Jerry laughed about this. All I knew is I whatever Jerry Lawler told me to do, and I was pretty athletic. Not, I got smoother later, but uh, whatever Jerry told me to do, I would do. And that's how those matches went. And yeah. then after that program was over, they didn't know what to do with me. They didn't want to let me go, so they brought in Taker, and he was master of pain. And we have a match that he talks about that was just terrible, but it was my fault. And then uh, they put us as a tag team together. And then after that, he went to WCW. I went to uh, Japan or Germany, and uh, we've been friends ever since. So what was it? That's when you were you were Soul Taker at that point, right? Soul Taker, yeah. So what was what was that like? I mean, being you know like you like you had just kind of said like greener than green, greener than the room I'm in here. And they're like, hey, here's Jerry Lawler. Which were you familiar with the business at that point? You knew Jerry Lawler was like the man down in Memphis. Yeah, and I was in Memphis like two weeks, and here Mm -hmm. you know. Jerry was Jerry Lawler in Memphis, as big as the king, you know. Yeah, big time. But yeah, man. But it, what's cool about those territories is you work five days a week, and you work small. You know, uh, month Sunday. Let me see. Sunday, Saturday morning, you were in Memphis. Saturday night, you were in Nashville. Sunday, you were off. Monday, you had to go back to Memphis. Tuesday, you had to go to Evansville. No, uh, Louisville. Wednesday, you had to go to Evansville, and you had, usually had Thursday off. And I, I did that for over a year, and that's where you learned. And that's where, you know, on those roads and being in that territory. But you did that every week, so yeah, you get to, you get to learn, you know, on the road is basically how it worked. Yeah. That's awesome. That's incredible. Nowadays, uh, it's schools, but back then, it was territories. That yeah. You get to work. I think that's something that's really missing. I feel like that is where – you know, like we had kind of talked about earlier where, you know, you you guys in your time and everything back in the Attitude Area, none of you were scripted because you never were coming through the territories. You, no. You made your own person. You made you, you know, you traveled around that way. And nowadays with it being all those schools and I mean, you know, there's AEW now, but it's a lot of, you know, a lot of like indie shows that you go to or the, you know, quote unquote indie shows. I mean, we went to an MLW show a couple months ago and it's there's not much promo time going on in them. No. I mean a couple talk segments like interspersed between, but it was like, it was basically two hours of, of matches, which was awesome. And I don't, right. I'll put that down, but I do think, you know, you be that, that's what's missing out. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. And it's cool right. to think that like back then it could have been something where we can go and watch, you know, soul taker come out and give us, oh give us a, give us a show, you know, uh, those are good times, man. And, and I'm telling you, and once again, bringing takers name up, but when we talk and talk wrestling, we hardly ever talk wrestling. But when we do, it's back in those days, 
We're talking about, you remember that time when we were staying at the Admiral Bimbo and we had to take one top of the bed off and we had to do this and then we went down and shared a buffet. And, oh, it's just, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's more of the memories than the actual matches. Making, driving 200 miles to make 50 bucks. Yeah. 50 bucks. How'd you get in a monster factory? Were you? Did you live local, like Jersey, tri-state area? No, I was in I was in Las Vegas. They were filming a movie here called Over the Top. Okay, Professor Stallone armor. Uh, Scott Norton was in that. A bunch of people yep. were. In. While I was working in a strip club, I was a bouncer, bartender, manager. I was everything. My and man. then right down the street from the MGMs, so all these guys would come there. At that time, I'm a beast, man. I'm 330, 40 pounds, tattooed, and they're like, "Dude, you ever think about doing wrestling?" I'm like, "Nah." When I grew up, roller derby in the Bay Area was bigger. In the 70s, roller derby was bigger than wrestling. Mm-hmm. And we used to go watch wrestling, uh, roller derby. So I'm like, no, nah, I knew Jesse the Body, you know. I remember watching Haystack Calhoun. That's how far yeah. I go back, <laughs> you know. And so uh, they're like, well, you should get into this wrestling. I'm like, nah, I'm fine. I'm making good money out here and stuff. And they're like, well, you're here Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm like, the dude with the tattoos, man. Because back then, I was already tatted up. I was a biker. And I'm like, yeah. They said, well, he made a million dollars last year. I'm like, wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, I said, he went to a place called the Monster Factory. I called Larry Sharp. Back then, there was no cell phones and all that crap. You couldn't just text a picture. And he said, uh, if you fly yourself out here, I'll put you up for the night, and we'll take a look at you. And as soon as he looked at me, man, he's like, you know, and we were off from there. Yeah. It was probably... It didn't, it, from the time that I went to Larry Sharps to the time I was in the WWF, it was probably two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. That is wild. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be my next question. How much longer until you got to the uh, the WWF? Um, I went from Memphis to Japan, back to Memphis. And then Taker went to WCW. Yeah. I went to Germany. And on the, when I was in Germany, it was Owen Hart, Chris Benoit, Jeez. Uh, uh, Scott Taylor, Fit Finley, Razor Ramon, Salvatore Balomo, uh, PM News. That's how many people that were on tour for like eight months in Germany. So I learned a lot more being yeah, around yeah. these guys. And then when I came back from Germany, Taker was in WCW, I mean WWF. And so they're like, hey, they gave me a tryout. Vince, uh, get, they gave me a tryout. They looked at me. Vince hired me. He says, I got one problem. He says, you got a body of a monster. He says, but you got a baby face. He goes, we're going to put you on contract. DD, keep training. And uh, when we come up with something, we're going to give you a call. And they came up with Papa Shango to cover my face. There we go. But there now is. at 61, I don't look too bad. So no. I'm going with it. But yeah, that's why they did the Papa Shango gimmick because they said you had a baby face. I could hardly grow a mustache. Yeah, it's amazing. I didn't. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Um, we talked about Raw Thirty. We talked about the current superstars. We got to talk about the champion. I mean, how can you not talk about him, Roman Reigns? I mean, it's just this guy has been on fire. Did you get to see him? Did you get to talk to him? 
Um, I didn't see him. I no. didn't get to talk to him. I don't know him that well. I I remember him being a kid. Yeah. I remember I remember the Usos being pushed in a stroller. <laughs> um, I I love that whole family. Like I said, I don't watch the show. No. Uh, what I see about him and on these signings, I'm always with Rikishi. It seems like me, Rikishi, for and, and Ron Simmons seem to always be on the same shows. And so I know that his kids are people come up and it's brought new life to Rikishi, that yes. whole bloodline family. Oh my uh, God. The kids tearing it up. I know the family tearing it up. Uh, and it's good for them because everybody's like, man, your kids are killing the business and tearing it up. So good for them, man. They all deserve it. Every one of them. Yeah. And uh, I don't watch what he does. I've seen a lot. I, I watched everything that you seen Sunday. I watched oh, okay. I was in the back watching it. And I'm proud of that whole family, man. He's doing a hell of a job. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's cool to see. I mean, the whole thing with Sami Zayn, again, you don't, you said you don't really watch much, but. but you know what? I don't want to interrupt you. I'm going to show No, let's hear when it. We were watching that. We were trying to call me, Ric Flair, wait, me, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, uh, and uh, Dallas were sitting there watching that. And we're trying to call the finish how that was good because <laughs> nobody knew how the album. So we're That's trying awesome. to call the finish. And I, I wasn't right. I thought I thought that Savvy was going to turn on him. That was my call. That he was yeah. going to cost them to lose the match somehow, and yeah. I was wrong. I don't you know. I don't know who had to call, but no. yeah, and we were no. out there trying to call the finish. Yeah, go ahead. Keith. I got yeah. I got I got one more. I just thought of here. So um, so obviously in your career, I'm going to assume that being the Godfather was your favorite gimmick of your career. Nothing Outside comes, of that, nothing comes you? even close to that. Not even in the ballpark. None. To be able to be yourself, yeah, and play yourself, and just and, and be you know not scripted, not held back, nothing, man. They just let you go wild, and everybody talks about what DX did, and you know I always laugh about people don't talk about it. it's Val Venus. Val Venus was worse than anybody. Absolutely. <laughs> if you go back and listen to some of his promos, you'll be like, <laughs> yeah. I think people just don't talk about him because of his politics and. What he's doing currently. His CL is he got a little and that's that that, that could be. That yeah. could be. And it's a shame because he was such an iconic. I mean, I remember back in the day taking the towel from my bathroom and you know, doing the whole stupid Val Venus thing. That's what you did as a kid, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. The thing is, is he's always been like that. He just wasn't public about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I used to tell about Val, I'll smoke with you, bro, but no politics. I don't want to hear no politics. Yeah. No politics. <laughs> It'd be hard for him not to do it, but I'd be like, dude, no, I don't want to talk no politics, bro. Yeah. That's not what I'm about. Yeah. Uh, we're nearing the end, and you, uh, oh, let's get that one. Um, I know you said you didn't watch much, you don't watch much current product, but the Rumble is near. It's this uh, Saturday. Do you got a pick, Godfather? Let's hear it. For the men's. The same pick that Ric Flair gave. Let's hear it. What did if he Randy have? Orton is. If Randy Orton is healthy, Randy Orton. I love it. What about the women's? It. The who? Women's. Were you able to? I'm not really familiar yeah. with the women. Um, I will tell you this about the women. Bro, I've seen women's matches that were better than men's matches. So they've come so far, it's not funny. But I'm not, I don't, I don't really follow. Yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah. Hey. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, the women that I follow go a different way. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this could have been all raw 30 talk. I could just uh, ask you so you many different questions. You, you yeah. Be careful with the questions you ask me because I'll ask. I'll ask yeah, <laughs> that's why we ask. That's why we ask. Keith, you good? What do you got? Anything else? I'm good. I'm, I'm just I'm so happy you were here. This was, mm. uh, like I said in the beginning, I mean, you're like, you know, I hate to be like the gushing guy when we have these interviews and stuff, but like, you're such an integral part of like my childhood. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but like, you know, I can, I can remember my, I can remember buying your action figure when I was like nine years old and my mom being like, what the hell is this? (laughs) Just, you know, cause then you have to explain like, well, you see, you know, I tell people they'll they'll be uh, they'll copy a lot of characters, but you'll never have another Godfather no. in the form that I was ever in life. You, I mean, society, you'd be off the air in five seconds. Yeah, and it's just one in a million. Again, I'll go back to the MJFs. I feel like it's easy to compare because it's so authentic. I I just don't know how you could duplicate that. I mean, we haven't seen an MJF in over what Keith 20, 30 years. Honestly, yeah, like man. it's hard to duplicate that authentic. You're, you being yourself, and I just... Well, that's because nobody... It's hard to be yourself these days yeah. without getting yeah. in trouble. You're yeah. going to offend somebody. I offend everybody, so... Yeah, but you're <laughs> but still... You know, man, it's just, yeah. I, I, I am honored. I am so humble over it. The older I get, I look back at this stuff, and I appreciate it even more. It was such a great feeling. You have no idea to be in front of 16, 18, 20,000 people, and when they say... Pip, it ain't easy. You actually feel the breath. I know that sounds stupid, no. but the temperature rise. I used to tell people, watch. I was like, watch when they say Pip, it ain't easy. You're going to feel the rush of hot air. And they'd be like, yeah, right. Pip, it ain't easy. And you'd be like, oh, shit. And it was just the hell yeah. of a feeling that I could have went out there and just put the mic up and let the people do the whole thing. Yeah. You know, and, and believe me, humbling. I appreciate it to, to this day. I, I, I think it's a great thing. I, I love the fact that people loved it. And I want everybody to know that I loved it probably more doing it than you did watching it. Yeah. And to this day, I haven't changed one bit, believe me. I love it. It's amazing. We got two minutes left. Godfather, I'm going to give you some names. I just want a one-word, two-word answer, your thoughts, how you feel. That's it. Are you ready? Go. Keith, put 30 seconds on the clock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Great guy. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Real to the deal, Holyfield. True, motherfucker. Chris Jericho. A good guy, man. I like him a lot. Don't know him well, but I like him a lot, all the interactions that we have. Stevie Richards. One day I'm going to apologize him for the way that I treated him when I see him when I was in the RT. I was kind of a bully to him because I kind of blamed him for me becoming a good father when it was not his fault at all. But I couldn't blame Vince, but I was kind of a dickhead to him. Mark Henry. Good, strong son of a gun. I have seen him do just good guy. I've seen him do un, just crazy strength things, man, how strong he is. Good father, good man. Triple H. Uh, good guy. Another good guy. All right. Let's hear it. D-Lo Brown. My man. I call him D-Light. <laughs> uh, I, he lives in Vegas here. He's, he's a brother too, man. He's good people. Uh, I never like RBD lives here too, and a uh, bunch of people live here. I never see anybody. I see him on the road, but 
I always a pleasure to see D-Lo. He's my buddy. The guy to the left of you, Jake Roberts. I like Jake. Uh, I see him all the time on the road. Uh, he, I love hearing his old stories from all back in the day. But good guy. Uh, yeah, it's hard to get me to say bad guy because most people are really cool with me, even if they're a dick to other people. They're usually <laughs> like, even I, I mean, it's hard to get me to say bad shit about people because yeah. I get along with everybody. Godfather's in the house. Ice tea. Uh, good guy. Good guy. Yeah. I love it. All right. Let's end it with this one. I know we've said his name a few times. Mark, the Undertaker, Callaway. Give it to me. What do you got? Uh, Phenom. Phenom. I love it. Good friend. Love the dude to death. Godfather, do you want to promote anything? How can the people find you? Give the people what uh, they you want. know. Just follow me on my. I'm on uh, Facebook as the WWE Godfather, but I'm, I'm mostly active as the Godfather on Instagram. And that's if you follow me on that, you'll oh, see yeah. everything I'm doing. I've I got saw you in uh, Philly Airport drinking. No, I was. Who said I was drinking? I was just holding up a drink. I was also vaping. <laughs> there there we go. I was also vaping. Yeah. Hey, you got to be you. You always tell people if you be you all the time, you'll never get in trouble because Snoop Dogg taught me that. You know, yeah. if you be you, they, they don't they don't expect nothing else but that from you. <laughs> I love it. I that's think awesome. that's that's the way we'll end this one. Godfather, it's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you so much yeah, for hopping nice. thank on. You. Thank you for rescheduling and thank yes. you for being Again. such a big oh. part of, I'll speak for Keith too, our childhood. Absolutely. You can find us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. Peace. Yeah, baby. <laughs> thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling